Hey guys, welcome to the Grafted Family Podcast. Where we have conversations about connection, mental health and family wholeness. So grab your cup of coffee and come and join us. And we're back. Welcome to season two. <laughs> we're laughing because it's taken us about 20 takes just to get here. But we're glad to be back. We've had a short break. Well, it's been a long break actually. It's been a long six months between mm-hmm. August and now. August was our last podcast. And we're tired To say the least. But that's why we're back today, because if we don't get into this, we might just disappear forever. (laughs) And we wanted to just talk about navigating different seasons as a family. And the one we're in right now is a tiring one. It's been exhausting. We've moved house. It's been Christmas. It's been not just moved house, but we've also lived for six months with the in-laws being not my my in-laws, Tom's (laughs) in-laws. And my parents have just been so generous. They have let us take over their house and literally take over their house because we're now in the process just in the next week of them moving out of the house and us buying the house. So essentially we've bought my childhood home, which is wonderful, but it's been exhausting. Buying a house is exhausting. Buying a house is exhausting. And I like it. No, let me... I don't like admin, I'm good at it, but it's tiring. It is tiring. Ticking boxes is tiring, even for people who are good at it. Yeah. So how have we navigated these different seasons? So we've moved, we've got four kids, they're all at different ages, they're all going through different phases of their lives, Uh, we're, we're homeschooling now, we're on the back of lockdown, I'm studying again, or still... Um, <laughs> uh, you're still running a business so, so there's all these changes but there's a lot of stuff that stays the same so how have we navigated these seasons or have the seasons navigated us because we, we really want to be intentional about the, the different phases we go through in life but it, it, it almost feels like sometimes we look back six months later and we find ourselves in a different spot and it's almost like, ah, oh, how did I get here? Did I make choices to get here? Or was I just you know, pushed along with the tide? Or Because we want to be intentional. Mm, I think that's actually a very good question is, are we at the driving wheel of our life? Are we making intentional choices to get somewhere? Or exactly as you said, do we go with the flow so much that we haven't even realized how we've ended up where we are? Yeah, and you're going to go places. You're going to move. You're going to, seasons are going to change and you're going to be taken downstream, if you will. Yeah. I suppose the question is, where do you want to end up? And if you don't act intentionally with that goal in mind, even if sometimes it it doesn't go as as smoothly as you'd planned, but if you have no intentional thought, you've got no intentionality in where you want to end up you might just find yourself six months down the line wondering how did I get here and maybe that that place is not where you want to be you know I think God is gracious and we are in a place we want to be but I think we've also been we've been intentional we've been making decisions and it's been rough I think that's the thing sometimes we look at a hard season and we wonder if we're in the right place. Yeah. Why is this hard? 
Why does it feel like we're getting smashed against the rocks? And it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Yeah. I think that's a challenge because, and I don't think it's just in, in a church context. I think possibly whatever context you find yourself in, we tend to, to aim for this comfort. We tend to aim for this, you know, still serene lake setting. And mm. if, that's, if that's where you are, then it's great. But I think the reality is that for most of our lives, we're not, we're not on that still serene lake. We're, we're on an ocean of varying degrees of wave thumping. And we can very quickly think that because there's such a rough sea, we're in the wrong place. But I think the reality is as well that our greatest training ground is when things are a bit difficult. And we learn to cope, and we learn to persevere, and we learn to navigate. We learn um, to get through the different seasons. Yeah, and I think this, it's so important. This is one of the areas where we get to help our kids because there's a lot of talk about growth mindset and all of that kind of thing. And we didn't come from an, an era where growth mindset was a thing. And the whole thing behind growth mindset is where you struggle, that's where you grow. Hmm. And I think we we have to see the beauty in that, in that the hard times, the struggling times, are the times where we grow the most. Yeah, I think we need to learn to we need to learn to do that because we are going to have difficult times, and if we've got a fixed mindset and we hit a difficult patch, that's it, game over, that's the end of it. But if we can navigate things with a growth mindset, then we can change our perspective and see it as an opportunity to grow and also we can see it as an opportunity to coach our kids through a, a harder space so that they learn hey this is this is how we navigate difficult spots and and we can do it because we've seen mom and dad do it and that's not to say that we always do it well no because we definitely don't no. do it well most of the time no Sometimes, sometimes yes. we get it right. But that's why we, we, we love the, the idea of rupture and repair. You know, during those difficult times, maybe there's a bit of a rupture in a relationship, but then there's an opportunity to repair it. And when you repair it, they get stronger. Yeah, I think it's probably one of the most important things to learn in any, in any relationship with each other and with our kids is that saying sorry is a genuine down to the, your down to their level sorry not i'm sorry but you yeah, i'm the, sorry there's nice sorries where it's like i'm sorry but no i'm sorry but that's not a real apology that's not an apology provisos are not included in apologies no. subject to you knowing that you did something wrong as well i will be sorry no it's i think one of the things that really carries us through most difficult seasons is the ability to say, I'm sorry. Mm. And I think what's, what's very useful is that when you're able to go to your kids or your spouse or whoever and, and say you're sorry, it gives them permission to make mistakes and be sorry themselves, to know that the relationship is not in need of something perfect, infallible. They never make a mistake. When you, the parent, make a mistake and apologize, you give permission for your kids to, to apologize when they make mistakes and know that the relationship is not on the line. So personally, love for you, 
when we've gone through challenging seasons, uh, growing seasons, uh, what are some of the things that have helped you? I think recognizing it for what it is, mm. not what's the word that you love, catastrophizing, <laughs> not being overboard about where you are and what you're going through, but understanding that you are going to come to the end of it. Yeah. I think we have to step back and recognize the seasons that we're in. Yeah. I think that's a, a very useful mindfulness strategy is, is looking at a storm as something that comes and goes. And I think for kids as well, that's important. The emotions may be big, the difficulty may be very real, but storms come and they eventually do pass. And you have to manage things whilst they're there, but they will, they will end at some point. I think that's another thing that I wanted to say was there are different types of seasons that are happening all the time. So as a family, we may be in a season together. Like we all moved house. We all mm. have lived with my parents for six months. It's something we've all gone through together. But then individually, we're also going through different seasons. So how can we recognize not just where we're at, but also where our kids are at? Because we're not just thinking of ourselves, but we're also asking how can we help them navigate the seasons they're going through? So we have an 11-year-old, so we're entering this new tween, puberty's coming, this whole stage. It's new for us, but mm. it's not just new for us, it's also it's new, new for, him. for him. Yeah. So being aware... Of our seasons, of their seasons, I think it just goes a long way in setting you and them up for success. Yeah, and I think there, there needs to be a lot of grace. And we, we speak about asking or discovering the why behind the, the behavior. And often in the last couple of months, we've, we've had meltdowns and we've had behavior that was not acceptable, um, mostly from me. <laughs> but but we do you know when when your kids are playing up or they're doing things that are frustrating and they keep pushing those buttons keep pushing if we don't take a step back and see it in the context of what is happening here why is this happening we can very quickly escalate it into something that doesn't need to 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 happen so i think being mindful of the seasons and and knowing it's not just you but them and you and them helps us to just to almost handbrake ourselves yeah. in the moment and helps us to push pause and go, hold on a second, what is going on here? Is this a situation that requires me to engage? Is it a situation that requires me to, to get below their eye level and give them a hug? Um, is this a situation that just requires me to sit and listen? You know, not all not all moments of seeming disrespect or chatting back require you to come come in from on high sometimes yeah. sometimes like we do sometimes we need to have a have an opportunity just to vent to to speak our minds and, and then afterwards you know we, we we never get our ways back to to connection but to understand where you're at and where they're at in those different seasons it it, it helps when you're engaging i think also it helps when we understand where each other is at mm. as well. So we've, we're coming out of a busy season, but we've also, what we do, what we try to do, we got this tip from some really wonderful friends, 
is at the beginning of every year, we try to have a planning breakfast where we kind of project the year ahead of us and we have our breakfast, breakfast, our planner. Did we bring a planner this time? We did. We Sometimes we just yeah. talk. No, we um, did. We yeah, we did. We write things down. <laughs> but what we, what we kind of saw for the year ahead of us is that Tom is going to be in a quite a hectic season. There's a lot of things coming up for him study-wise. So he started studying towards another degree. I mean, he is kind of the never-ending studier, learner, let's call him that. Being he's a, a nerd never, is cool. He's a nerd. And then another course that he had applied for, we weren't sure if he was going to get in. That also came up and they said, sure, yes, you're in. So now we're, we're, there's quite a lot going on and we have to recognize this season. So... For us, we've had to say, okay, we know that this year for Tom is going to be hectic. And so this year for me is going to be a year of supporting him in that as much as I can. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and absolutely. And I think as husband and wife, we have to be backing each other and continuously aware of where the other person is yeah. at and what season. So not just our kids, not just personally, but each other. What season yeah. are you in what season am I in what do I have capacity for this year I have capacity for homeschooling I mean it actually was amazing the way that it came about because when we stopped homeschooling a few years ago I said I would never do it again and then lockdown happened last year and my heart started changing yeah and and so I also started sort of recognizing well this is new this is a new season maybe God's leading me into something different why would I be changing my heart about this and and we had no idea what this year was going to hold with with Tom and all these things going on and so it's amazing how although we're in very different seasons it's almost like we've listened to the Holy Spirit on things and we find ourselves in a place where so much time now has been freed up for Tom to do what he feels led to do yeah and I think what is key word there is is also capacity i think it's so important to be on the same page because it's not just about you supporting each other in in different seasons it's also about you protecting each other in different mm -hmm. seasons so i think i've said on numerous occasions to dawn that she must feel free to to say no to certain things or or just to just to look out because there's a lot of good stuff that's happening and and i like to feel like i can do everything and I can't, but I like, I like to believe that I can, but I do need somebody else to almost be that defender at the back going, no, bring in that reality, bring in that perspective. And when it's not possible to say, hey, I know you really want to do this, but that's not possible. And you can only really do that when you're on the same page, yeah. when you're constantly communicating. And, and this idea of couples being ships passing in the night and people say it glibly and oh, it's just the season we're in. I want to encourage you to make whatever changes you need to make because ships that don't see each other in the night, they don't go past each other always. Sometimes they crash. Yeah. And so if you're finding yourself in, in a season where you're just like passing each other, then some changes need to be made. And, you know, options... Now, choices are not always easy, but you always you always have them. Yeah, I think boundaries are such an important thing to learn. I mm. mean, it's it's a skill, actually. It's a skill to learn when to say yes, when to say no. 
And like you were saying, sometimes you have to say no to things that you actually want to say yes to. Yeah. It's very easy to say no to something that you don't want to do. But sometimes you've got so much coming at you and it's all stuff that you want desperately to be a part of or you want to do. And you actually just, you just have you to, have say, to say, no. say no. Yeah. Um, and I think we can help each other. And there have been a few things, even just in these first few months of the year, two months of the year, where I have said to Tom, you know, I know you want to, but we no. need to, you know, yeah. no, but, but no. Um, and and that's what we're here for. That's what yeah. we're here for. Yeah. And I, and I think the same goes for our kids as well. Um, you know, we, we want our kids to be involved in so many different things. We want our kids to be exposed to different things, to have the option of trying all sorts of different activities and, and then picking the ones that they want. And, and I think sometimes we can... We can overburden them and then by default overburden ourselves and and then we find ourselves in a space or in these seasons where things just eventually just come piling down on us. So as, as much as we are needing to look out for each other as, as a couple, also for our kids. Our, our kids aren't needing to have 401 different activities and do gymnastics and piano and this and that and the next thing. The reality is they don't need that. Um, I think also we perhaps need to ask ourselves, is it something they really want or is it fulfilling some need or desire in us that we want to be able to provide that? Um, And at the end of the day, when they don't appreciate the fact that they're busy until 7, 8 o'clock every night, then we cross with them. I think we really need to be quite introspective and mindful of ourselves and our motives behind a lot of things. Um, And I I think that personally can also help you in your saying yes or no to stuff for yourself. Mm. Check your motive. Yeah. Um, it's always yeah, a good question. Absolutely. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? What am I wanting to get out of this? Yeah, so I think that's that's us for tonight, short and sweet, but there's just something on our hearts to just to say, let's be aware. Let's mm. be aware as the parents of our houses or the leaders of our own lives, mm-hmm. um, of the different seasons that we are in, that our marriage is in, that our spouse is in, and that our kids are in, and how we can, you know, how can we support each other in, in those things. Absolutely. Until next time, cheers for now.